The Evolve Network is now live at evolvenetwork.tv. Subscribe for meal plans, recipes, cooking shows, and our very own The Magic Pill and The Magic Plant, as well as access to my favorite documentaries. The Evolve Network is also home to our full library of podcasts, with new release podcasts airing first and in full on the channel. You can also watch selected vodcasts in a video format. Meanwhile, enjoy this highlight of our podcast and head over to evolvenetwork.tv for the full Evolve podcast experience. The Evolve with Pete Evans podcast is a conversation about my favorite ingredients for a healthy human experience. We take an informed look at topics that include nutritional and emotional well-being as well as expanded consciousness. I love exploring the topics that are not traditionally taught at school and take a deep dive into them with my special guests. I invite you to sit back and come along for the ride with an open mind and heart and please share with your family and friends as these podcasts may just be the seed from which many things will flourish from. Cheers. We've been using Waters Co. water filters for the last 10 years and I wholeheartedly trust my family's health with them. Waters Co., established 1977, have personal and domestic water filters, which turns your ordinary tap water into great tasting, alkaline, ionized mineral water, which removes up to 99.9% of fluoride, heavy metals, chemicals, and bacteria, so you can love your tap water again. The Bio 1000 is the latest edition of the BMP 1000 model and the culmination of over 40 years of experience and research into water filtration by some of the world's leading scientists. Waters Co. was first to market with natural gravity-fed systems, creating alkaline water way back in 1984, and have continued to lead the market in research and development, setting the benchmark for all other brands to follow. Please go to my webpage, PeteEvans.com, to learn more and to receive your special discount from my link on the products page. You're going to love it. Jace, thanks once again for joining us. How are you, brother? I'm great, Pete. Really good. Excited. I'm always excited about these conversations because I never know where they're going to go, and it's always a it's always a treat to um, to connect with you this way. We've got to do it in person a bit more. <laughs> bit more yeah, yeah. I'd say. Uh, yeah, it's only just down the road, hey? It is. Sorry, I got a motorbike outside. I'm just in Sydney at the moment, visiting my kids and uh, oh. visiting my mum. She just turned 81 yesterday, so that was really nice. Oh, nice. And I. Uh, it's interesting because whenever we have a chat, I, I don't plan anything. Well, I don't plan anything with anyone that I chat to. But um, a word came to me as I was doing a wee just before we, <laughs> we connected. Honey. I was like, oh, I'm chatting to Jace. What, what can we talk about today? And this word just came through so, so powerfully into my awareness. And it is the word, well, two words maybe, grateful and gratitude. But just being grateful because it has popped up in my awareness so often this week from people sending me messages to my own feeling of, of gratefulness, uh, especially being able to sit with three generations of my family yesterday and um, sharing a meal together. You know, I was just sitting there going, the only, the only missing element was uh, Nick. Uh, she didn't come down this trip because she's mi- she's minding her own family up there or our own family, the dogs and the, the horses and the property. But I was just sitting here just thinking, so fucking grateful I am that I get to experience this, this, this sharing of a meal, this 
coming together of all the different ages with all our different viewpoints and and I see it so so prevalent in my own children especially that they're so unique and they're nothing like their dad which I love I fucking love it <laughs> that they're not mini me's they're they're big big them you know yeah. and uh so it's so Feel free if you feel like talking about gratitude and gratefulness because I see also that there, there is such reluctance in individuals to tap into that. And, and I shouldn't be judgmental like that, but just some of the messages I get, it's like, can you be grateful through this experience? So anyway, I know you'll, you, you'll give it such more eloquency and understanding than I can. So over to you, brother. Oh, I'll give it a go. The, um, I, um, I think like everyone who probably looks into themselves, gratitude is one of those things that, you know, is what do they say? The mother of all virtues. I think it was someone once said, but it's, um, to me, when we start to look at ourselves and, you know, there's this idea that, you know, to be grateful for just the simple things that we have. For me, I've got a bit of a different perspective on it, which might surprise you, but it's, um, is, um, I, you know, at first the idea of, you know, be grateful for my eyes, be grateful for my body, be grateful for my ability to experience things. I, I really bought into that early on and, um, and saw the benefit of it as a starting point. But it really struck me years later was why is it that I'm grateful for my eyes? Why is it that I'm grateful for nature? Like why is I'm grateful for the beauty that is there rather than just accepting it? And what I mean by that is a lot of the things that we end up being told to be grateful for these are just, to me, the starting point of life that we're not accepting because the way in which we're conditioned to see ourselves. So to me, when I'm looking at being grateful for, you know, the basics of life is still that fight between accepting how significant I am because if I, it, it's not much different for me looking at, you know, problems and, and comparing ourselves to others in a particular way of how we perceive ourselves. And to me, why be grateful for, for everything that I've gifted and created in coming into this place? Why do I need to reconcile the very truth of why I'm here? And why do I need to not just accept those things that, are, of course, these things are beautiful, of course they're great. Why, why is it that I need to remind myself of my gratitude for it? To me, I want to be grateful for the things that I don't know, that I don't have, that I don't see. And to me, that's where I start to discover uh, you know, a greater part of life because it's, to me, I think that, that the greater challenge is, is to accept how significant we really are. And you don't see too many people when we're talking about gratitude and, and getting into spaces that the common vernacular is not about our brilliance and, you know, having an open discussion without justifying. I don't want you to think I'm arrogant or I don't want you to think that I'm, you know, full of myself. Well, why not? I am full of myself, hopefully. You know, I, I am amazing. I am significant. And why is it that I, I'm so conditioned as an individual to then be, uh, I hope they don't see me in this particular way, but to be to be grateful 
to me is, is going into that part of accepting the brilliance that no one else has yet come to see that's in those silent discussions with your own heart or your own soul. They're the things for me to, that takes courage to be grateful for. And then ultimately, if I can have that conversation with myself without thinking that I've, you know, fallen off the cracker or I'm, I'm seeing things in a, in a different way is that that to me is the real, where real gratitude comes. And I have something that, that we um, share with people, which is about the grateful awareness. And at times, you know, we've got such an amazing capacity to be able to interpret things and things like intuition and imagination and the phenomenal capabilities of what they are. When we don't understand them, we become surprised by them because these things are just normal, that they're not something to be, what I would say, worshipped or elevated into some sort of realms of special capability. To me, we are intuitive. We, we do have the, the noble senses that I would call it of imagination and intuition. And these are the, the two senses or the two sensory capacities of our, of our soul. And they sit well above the, the, the nature of the physical senses. So to me, at times, at first, when, when we react to things in our life, it's because we're not aware of or accepting of how brilliant we are that we assume that, you know, this person was born under a particular star or they had a particular lineage or heritage that allows them to be more intuitive than someone else. And there's a certain gift that someone has in healing or, or intuition or these types of more ethereal things. Well, they're no different to taste, touch and everything else, but we just don't have the conversations around it because we don't explore our brilliance. So for me, we, we, we look at something that when, when, it, when, when life, happens we can either go into what we know which is ultimately leading into the mind and the collective awareness or the collective consciousness or we can go into a place of our own difference and when we go into a place of our own difference is we start to accept that we don't know and therefore what's most important is not that the thing that i'm aware of is great or bad or challenging or evil it's first of all to stop and say and recognize within yourself, I am grateful for the fact I can have an awareness, not the awareness itself. Because when I'm grateful for the fact I can have an awareness, what I start to elicit in my life is choice, that I'm actually choosing to interact and respond with this thing rather than its condition of that's bad, that's good, you excite me, I love what you say, I don't like what you say. And therefore, we're, we're becoming reactive and we start this particular relationship where we're being conditioned by the world around us rather than being able to accept it as it is and be first grateful for the fact I can have an awareness. If I've maybe said this before, if I'm an arsehole, I'd be grateful for the fact that I have the awareness that I am an arsehole so that I can actually do something about it. Because when I'm trying to love and when I'm trying to experience and, and have a, a greater you know, idea of life, if I don't realize I'm an arsehole, but that's a part of the ingredients I'm putting in, and you're as a chef, if you're not aware of the ingredients you're putting in and wondering why that thing just tastes like crap, well, then you can't change that. And, and to me, you know, it goes back to the idea, are we renting our space or are we owning our space? As a renter, I have to get permission from everyone else in how I'm going to interact with that space. As, a, as an owner of that space, I want to knock the wall down. I'm knocking the wall down. If I want to leave the wall down for a while and, and, and live like that. That's my choice because I own it. 
And, and ownership of all of what we are gives us the rights and the capacity that we're born with to be able to utilize that in a way that we choose. And to me, far beyond what the, the concepts that, that are taught about ideas of gratitude and, and these types of things, for me, the most important part is to first be grateful for the fact I can have an awareness. And once I do that and I have choice, I'm then conscious. And instead of reacting to things, I can now take action and then I can create. And ultimately, what, what I lead myself towards is a state of my own journey, my own fulfillment. And I start to recognize that I am what I am. And to me, it's um, that, that first of all is, is the most important part when it comes to gratitude. When we keep looking at things as, you know, being grateful for them, to be able to be grateful for the trauma that I, that I perceive or believe that I've had, that is where on the other side of that, that there is a whole world, a whole mystery to my life that hasn't yet been explored. And that's where what I would say the fruits are. But when, we're, when we keep being conditioned, well, this is good and I'll keep going down that path, what we're doing is working with such a tiny, small aspect of ourselves, but there's this enormity behind us that is a part of us that we're ignoring. And, you know, it's like trying to run a team of people and you want them all to come together, but you're only speaking to one or two of the hundred people and you're wondering why there's so much discord in that culture and why people are just not getting it. Why, why aren't people just following that? But until we become aware of all of what we are, and that is at times hate, that is at times judgment, that is all of these things. And you said before, you know, maybe not to judge something, but I think judgment's an amazing thing. Judgment's exceptional. The problem with with everything when we come back to it is when we are unable to move with it, move through it, or move it itself. Because, you know, I come on here and I see you and I, and I look at the environment you're sitting in and there's a judgment there and it gives me a reference point for what we're doing. But when I hold on to it and I maintain judgments of others, let's just say that, you know, a friend's gone through a, a massive change in their life and their own growth. If we keep seeing them as what they were before that, what we're also denying is our own growth, that we change and that we have changed. And one thing that's inescapable in life, there is going to be change. And if you're not choosing the change by being first grateful for your awareness, you're going to be changed by your environment. And therefore, you're going to be in this constant opposition of, you know, hoping at every now and then that you might win the lottery in some area of your life that it all sort of worked out. But it's this fleeting experience rather than something we navigate and choose by first being aware and accepting of what we are and then be grateful for that beyond it. Because that, to me, is the, um, the real capacities of imagination and intuition. Um, well, we had a discussion about schooling recently, and I would always say the things that are the, the, the very conception of something is what continues to i really hope you enjoyed the first half of this podcast if you'd like to listen to the rest please visit evolvenetwork.tv that's evolvenetwork.tv we'll see you there the information views and opinions expressed in this podcast should not be treated as a substitute for nutritional medical or other advice by a qualified professional guests in this podcast express their own opinions experiences and conclusions Nothing in this podcast should be used to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any medical condition. 
Neither Pete Evans nor any sponsor endorse any views, opinions or conclusions expressed or shared in this podcast.